3: Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. Saturday, August 21st, 2021, Michael Capellini from Toscano Cigars is back. He's got Toscanos and a very interesting event coming up with us, and we're going to tell you all about it. That and a lot more. Welcome, everybody, to The Cigar Authority.
4: And you're listening to The Cigar Authority, now in its 11th year, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine, as well as awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row, The Cigar Authority is the most listened-to cigar podcast in the world. It's cigar radio at its finest, and The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network. You can catch the podcast on demand anytime or our daily blog at thecigarauthority.com. Those that are watching, you'll notice there is no Mr. Jonathan here. We'll get
3: into details about that. In the next hour, but a uh, kinder, gentler co-host today is Michael Capellini. <laughs> What's going on, guys? That's yeah, it. Thanks not, for joining with us. I'm Thank not going to be
4: picked on today. This is a good thing.
3: <laughs> and you notice our audience is all women. Yeah, mm-hmm. I did notice, that. and I and I think that's part of the change up that happened here too. No, all Mr. Right. Jonathan, or sure?
4: is there an order protection, or should we wait till the next hour, <laughs> or <laughs> am I just assuming things, or? <laughs>
3: Or do we have uh, yeah. do we have a bachelor here, and that's part of it? But the bachelor is uh, got engaged since the last time we saw I you. Did. Yes. I did. Yes,
1: you're off the market. I'm off the market for an, unless you know she kills me, then I'm really off the market. Yeah, after that one,
3: so. unless something has changed, uh, we've uh, made it
1: this far though, yes. which is an accomplishment. So,
3: so Michael and Holly. Um, that, that's your fiance yes. Holly, who I met, beautiful girl, from Scranton, Pennsylvania. Yep. And uh, yesterday, you made your way over to the Nashua office. Yes. And uh, this, those that listen to the office, do you hear all the similarities that, that happen here? Michael and Holly, and yep. they're getting married, and they're from Scranton, Pennsylvania, and the Nashua office, and it's just... it's it, it works. And are you a fan of the office? Huge fan. Huge fan. Of-
1: Literally, I have the office on... Whether I'm sitting watching it or just have it on as background, I could quote pretty much the whole thing. It's just, it's just such a great show. Well, yeah, I must be
4: the only person who doesn't like it. Really?
1: You, yeah, you well, are not, the only person. Not
5: a fan. Really? All right. yeah.
4: We're going to see what
3: kind of fan Michael is because we're going to have uh, a little trivia for oh, you boy. In the office uh, coming later on. Oh, but boy. let's get to it. Let's get to the cigar itself. And uh,
4: the first cigar of the day, we're going to light up, Barry. What do we have? Yep, today's first cigar is the Modigliani, and it's manufactured in Italy by Toscano Cigars. Come on, that wasn't that bad. That yeah, was
1: good. No, I'm impressed. <laughs> the, the,
4: the size is uh, six and a quarter by thirty-six, and it features a USA Kentucky wrapper with fillers from Italy as well as USA Kentucky. And it is part of the Cigar Authority Care Package. A 5 back pack will set you back nineteen ninety-nine. Why a sleeve of ten five packs, which is fifty cigars, is one seventy nine ninety nine, which comes out to seventeen ninety nine per pack or just three sixty per cigar. That's a savings of almost twenty dollars or ten percent off the sleeve price from two guyscigars.com. If you're too far away from a brick and mortar retailer that carries it, try twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. All right, so we always have new people listening to
3: the Cigar Authority for the first time. If the, for the people that have been there and we've had a Toscano before, uh, you know how it's played, so just deal with us for a few seconds. There's two ways to smoke this full size Toscano. That's correct. You can actually cut it in half. Yes. Now don't do that on any other cigar. Mm-mm. But you can do it on a Toscano cigar.
1: Yeah, Toscano in the Italian terms that we use to smoke it whole is alla marimana or to smoke God it cut you. in half. Thank you. <laughs> I, yeah, you got that. Thank you. And then the, uh, to cut it in half is amezzato. So you could cut it in half and share it. In Italian, we call the cigar il sigaro della amicizia," or the cigar of friendship. So, if Dave, you didn't have, well, you too, Barry, you don't feel yeah, left no. out. You know, and, and you too, Ed. Uh, if you didn't have a cigar, I could cut it in half, share it with you, you share that bond, you light up the cigar, and then you solve the world's problems. There
3: yep. we go. Or if I just wanted a little cigar for the first half hour also. and another cigar in the second half hour, also. I could cut it in half, yep. which is what I'm going to do. You guys choose to do whatever mm-hmm. you want. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I'm going to take the band off it. And I'm going to cut my cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo, the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence.
4: And Pam gets another point. Ex- excellence.
3: There we go. <laughs> you got to jump in here. when the- So- you do it to a regular cigar, you cut the cigar in half, the cigar is going to unravel Correct.
1: on you. Why doesn't this happen? Because the, the, the majority of Toscano cigars, minus the Stil Novo, don't have a binder on it. So it's just wrapper and filler. So that's the first thing. So usually it's the binder that starts to unravel when you cut the cigar, right? And then the second thing is, is how they're rolled also. Uh, the fire curing and the fermentation with natural water really allows the, uh, you know, affords the opportunity for the cigar to not unravel in any way, shape, or form. Uh, And the greatest thing about these cigars, and it's funny, even downstairs, I talk to five or six uh, people who've never smoked Toscano, and the second I say it doesn't need humidification, their eyes open up. And I don't know if it's a good eye open or a bad eye open until I explain it. And then they're like, oh, okay, because obviously (coughs) an unhumidified cigar to some people. It's going
3: to dry out, it's going to be, a, but it already dried out. It's up. already dried out. Well, that's like yeah. the, I, my
1: favorite story from here that I always tell when I'm around uh, doing events across the country is how uh, it was here that somebody wrote back and said, why the hell would you send me such a horribly dry cigar? Somebody
4: ordered from twoguyscigars.com and called up yelling at me, you guys should be embarrassed sending a cigar this dry. I had to explain to him that it's a fire cure of tobacco. He goes... That's not a thing. If you fire cure it, it's going to burn like it already smoked. And I had to explain it to the guy. And he's like, oh, you're full of shit. And he hangs up on me. Mm. Never heard back from him. Never me. heard back from him. Mm. Tried to educate him and explain it to him. Yeah. And he just didn't want to hear it. Yeah.
3: For, for those that don't know, they don't know. But that's part of why we do these things and why you go around. You have a job because of
1: it. I do. Yes. I do. So I'm glad not everybody acts like that gentleman did. Because otherwise, I'd be out, I'd be out of work. So
3: so cold draw? is the barbecue spiciness, the Kentucky fire cured of it. This is what I I will take one of these cigars and probably just put it in my mouth and chew on it and suck on it for a half hour before I even light the cigar, which is not what you do with a regular premium cigar. It's going to get too moist. But I like the taste without even lighting the cigar. It's great.
4: Yeah, and we're going to light our cigar today with the Lotus Monarch featuring a flip top, four flames, um, we've noticed that and we've discussed about how there's shortages in the cigar industry. I've always preached, use a lighter to your cigar. This would normally be a single jet lighter, uh, but Lotus promises everything we're out of stock on we'll be getting in this yeah. week. Uh, so the Lotus Monarch is a four flame full metal jacket, bullet punch flip out on the bottom and it retails for $39.99. And the cool thing is when you're sitting on your deck, it has a little cutout for it. And uh, the cutout will allow you to rest your cigar for a photo op.
3: There we go. pretty cool.
1: Um,
3: And the beautiful thing about a Toscano also is I cut it. I cut it in half. But if I didn't cut it in half, they don't even have to cut their cigar at all. It's Mm -hmm. pre-cut. It's already dried out. What's better than this? You're all set.
5: Yeah. It's delicious.
3: And delicious at the same time. So you got to give it a try. I know you push back and you say, this isn't a premium cigar. You're wrong uh you just don't understand italian cigars and uh you're going to learn about it today uh along with other things so uh there it is um, what makes this different than other toscano brands cuz there's a whole bunch of different there lines
1: are, yeah well i for me the biggest differential in the modigliani is well first of all if i can i'll tell the story as to why it's named modigliani Please. So, Adamo Modigliani is a very famous Italian artist, and it's said that he used to love Toscano, in particular, this blend of Toscano. So, as he would start dreaming up his next piece of art, he would get his saliva, and he'd get the ash of the Toscano, and trace out what he saw in his mind, oh, my and then goodness. paint paint the... the uh, painting afterwards, so there's actually some in some of his paintings. There actually there's actually pieces of Toscano tobacco, of course, in there, which is pretty which is pretty neat. And so, I, so
3: it wasn't named after him until after. That's correct. So w- was there a name of this brand before?
1: I was well before okay. we started to you know mass release things like yeah. just like you know the the great thing about Toscano is is you know when I preach about our cigars, it's that it's a way of life. And the Italians, you know, obviously I'm biased, but better than most. Uh, love to make that beauty and romance and that that way of life with the cigars, and they do that by by injecting history into it, you know, and you know, just like you said, Dave, um, cutting the cigar in half. That's actually that dates back to World War One. The demand and production of Toscano before the war started was way up. The war happens; it starts to dip. Sure, demand dips, so they dip production. Then after the war ended. Demand started to rise again, but they couldn't keep up with the demand, so they started to cut the long Toscanos in half and sell them by the half stick to keep up with demand.
3: Well, me and Ed Sullivan went to a podcast convention a couple of years ago, right before COVID, right? Yeah. And um, it turns out there was a little area to actually smoke, and we didn't know that, and we weren't prepared because we didn't have cigars, but I had my little briefcase with my stuff in it, and of course, I had a Toscano in there where I throw them in my glove compartment. I throw them in a golf bag that I never use. I throw them in other things just in case. And I look through it. I go, I don't know. I look, and there's one Toscano, (laughs) one full-size Toscano. And I said.
6: Yeah, we didn't
7: even have cutters with us.
3: Not a cutter, not nothing. So I'm like, I got one Toscano. And he said, that's okay. You have it. Smoke it. And I said, nope. Let's see if we can do this thing. And I actually snapped it in half. Nice. And who knows how many years that cigar was in was in that bag? I sna- snapped it in half. It worked. We got a match, and lit the cigar. I think we borrowed it from somebody that was from, sitting from, out there
7: from a cigarette smoker. Yeah,
3: <laughs> we lit the cigar, and we spent twenty minutes. Yeah and really enjoying the cigar more than we would ever not enjoy it because we weren't able to even smoke a cigar. We were not think we weren't even going to smoke, and how great was that? So you grab yourself a couple packs, throw these things in there. The day is going to come. What an insurance policy this is to have a cigar when you need it. Yeah.
7: Jim Collison says last time he smoked a Toscano. He cut it in half and shared it with his daughter. Nice.
1: See that? <laughs> creating a sponge. There we go. That's, that's a, but to answer your question about the cigar, too, what makes it a little different, I love this cigar because of the flavor profile. Um, it's definitely, you can definitely taste the hickory on it, but also, the more the smoke sits on your palate, a little bit of a roasted chocolate almost, like if you actually get it, which is why I chose salted caramel, ah. and also a little bit of saltiness on the wrapper yeah. itself. You can also taste a little bit of saltiness on it, so the salted caramel goes really well with this particular
3: cigar. All right. Cigar. I find everything... Goes good. This is a good cigar to snack while you're yeah. while you're doing it's it. It's a guilty it's great. pleasure. I mean. Great, yeah. great yeah. with
7: barbecue too. Oh yeah,
3: yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. So uh, Toscano went from last we saw you that Miami cigar was your distributor, and now you've taken the distribution yourself yes. into the U.S. Yes. I think this is the only place other than Italy that you distribute yourself.
1: Yeah, yeah, and it's been uh, it's been a really exciting year, obviously with the uncertainty doing you know in regards to the COVID nineteen pandemic. And then, in addition, making such a massive change, right. a little, a little worried at first. But you know what? At the end of the day, we are very fortunate to be in the position that we are. Uh, we're very fortunate to get our message out the right way, and we're very fortunate for those who are, you know, giving us a shot uh, as from the real t- retail side and also the consumer side.
3: Well, and I saw you at the trade show. You were there setting up for the, by yourself for the first time, also just yep. two years. Yep. Yep. Uh, and your reps would come by and things like that. Yep. But, uh, for the most part, you know, from a big giant booth to here you were like everybody was, yep. everybody was smaller, yep. but here it was, but people took to you. Well, it was, they did.
1: it was, uh, the show for us was, um, it was a learning curve too. Cause you know, you don't, it's your first year on your own. You got to see how things are going to fall. And, uh, we were, uh, very graciously accepted by everybody. Uh, got a lot of compliments regarding our booth, um, it was just so great because, you know, I've been in this now almost four years. And to make the comparison from the very first time that I went to the, it was IPC, IPCR at that point, yeah. uh, people coming up being like, eh, I don't know what that is. I'm yeah, it has to be an to, easier sell
4: at it this is. point because, it is. you know, people look at it, they don't want to try it, but now that they've tried it.
1: Yes.
3: Yeah, I think your job is going to get easier and easier as time goes on. But, yeah, the first time was, oh, my God, what is this? Yes. This is crazy. Yeah,
1: yeah. And it's even even here I see a differential from even By last year. By the way, year.
3: a 200-year-old company.
1: Yeah, 206 to be <laughs> and, precise. I mean, yeah, and
3: in the U.S., though, it's – was an unknown.
1: Yeah, correct. Yeah, I mean, and if you think about it, 2015 we came to the U.S., so that year was, eh, you know, we did okay. We got where we needed to be, but to see where we've gone from there, and have the team at Miami Cigar bring us to a certain point, then you know the the split happened the mutually ben, the mutual split, uh, and then seeing where we are today, it's really it's it's a testament to everybody who's had their hand on selling Toscano, and a bigger testament to the retailers, much like yourselves, uh, who never. Batted an eye at us and just said, "You know what? That's going to work. We're going to give this a shot." And and uh, you know, giving us the opportunity to explain it, it, you know,
3: give it a shot, retailers that are listening to this, give it a shot. You'll be so happy you did. I know because you don't understand it, and your customers don't understand it, but they will once they light it up and try it. It becomes a whole different world, even. Your old rep showed up at at the the thing because he's still a believer, even though he 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 works for a different company now.
1: Yeah, um, and that's the cool thing about the industry too. If if you you know if 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 you have a good product and and you really show who you are as a person, you stay friends no matter what. Yeah, I, that's the best thing about the the cigar industry. It really is. We're really fortunate to be working in such an awesome industry.
3: Once they learn about it one time, that's it. They're all set for life. They understand the cigar exactly. And I'll yeah. tell you
1: from from a, a my perspective, yeah. having. The opportunity to be, you know, the soundstage sponsor and, and have such a nice footprint in mm-hmm. each and every one of the two guys' stores, you know, you don't – I can't tell you how many people reach out to me after the show and say, you know, we were watching the Cigar Authority. We never would have touched that cigar if it weren't for the Cigar Authority. Well, right. we
4: see it in our chat room, you know, people c- commenting, yeah. not really believers. Yep. Yeah. We've done it in before, but we have some new people in sure. the care package. Sure, ones all the time. And they're surprised at how smooth and mellow it is, and this is going to become their winter cigar when mm-hmm. they can cut it in half. And, uh, you know, people, once you smoke it, you become a believer. You
3: do. It's also a cigar, we saw it this morning, of... I don't have time for a cigar, really. Let me just have a Tuscanello, because I don't have time for a cigar. Yes, you do. You have time for that, right? That's correct. So it's it's been awesome. Uh, As far as your sponsorship here, thank you so much for it. And I can't tell you how many manufacturers have said, I want that spot. Mm -hmm. And I said, it's too late. You you know, you guys are there and that's it. So uh, it's been mutually beneficial for both of us, for sure. All of us. Um. So the trade show went well, and you opened accounts that didn't yep. even carry it before.
1: Yeah, and that's that's the other thing too. That was the that was probably the biggest eye opener for me. You know, you have your Toscano faithful uh, that came, and when they came, they were there to to do business. And then you have these accounts that you saw them walk by once and look at us and look. You know, and then I look Mm. at, you know, this sounds weird, but I saw the one guy, he had an iPad, and as he's walking by the second time, he's reading about the Toscano Nobile, and then he's on our website. Where they could
3: just walk up and you tell him everything. That's what I I mean. I'm like, oh,
1: you know, that's why I'm here, but (laughs) neither here nor there. It was great to see, and then eventually. He yeah. opened up the account. So, okay. it's, you know.
3: Yeah, you got to take them one at a time, and eventually they'll all cave in because they're mm-hmm. crazy if they're not. For us, people that are already on board, what did you introduce new? For-
1: yeah, so we, this year, we had a great new release, the Toscano Nobile. The Toscano Nobile is. Um, Probably the most complex in flavor profile of the Toscano portfolio. I, I, mean, Mary, I, you... I would
4: agree. I got one in my pocket yeah, for yeah. Uh, after the show. Yeah. Loved it. I loved it. I, I lit it up on my deck. And I was sitting with my wife, and she smokes the Toscanella macchiatos. But I lit it up, and I was like, holy crap, this is good. And she's like, give me. And she <laughs> takes it, and she will not give it back. Yeah. Well, it, it was just, it, for some people, the fire cure might be a bit overpowering if you're not used to it. This the fire cure is so secondary,
1: yeah, and well, it's
4: about the tobacco. And to me, it's an interesting part of the of the portfolio because it's different. It is well, it's similar, but it's different.
3: And it's like any premium cigar that's out there. If you age it long enough, mm-hmm. right, exactly this is what happened with that? Exactly,
1: exactly. I mean, ten years of aging it allows the tobacco to mature. And you know, for Toscano. We look for the earthy tones to come out. Like I know that some some cigar companies are like, "Oh, we can't use the word bitter." Nature produces tobacco in a bitter sense. That's what we look for in Toscano. So, when, when somebody says, you know, it's really it's delicious, you could taste the oak, the hickory, a mm-hmm. little bit of peat, but I taste a little bit of bitterness, well, that means that the cigar is doing its job and it's showing you what the beauty that nature produces. Yeah, yeah. Which is what our company's about. And you know that. I yeah. mean, you, it's, it's really, we try to tie everything into, like I said, the lifestyle and, and, and where Mother Earth produced this amazing tobacco. Yep. Now, I look, I read Cigar
3: Journal Magazine which is great to look at because you're going to see products that are there that are not available in the United States. And then I see an ad for Toscano, and I say, oh, let me let me see this. Which one are they talking about? And it's typically ones I've never heard of. Right. And then I go back to look at the sheet, and it's not there either. Right. So there was one on the uh, Il Moro Yes. fire.
1: Yeah. So Il Moro... That's more of a collector's item cigar. Okay. The Moro is, the cigar itself is like that long. And it's fairly thick. I forget the exact ring gauge, but it's much bigger than the Duecento, which is a big cigar. Okay. And the boxes themselves, they're gorgeous leather boxes. They're collector's items. So what a lot of people do in Italy is they'll collect them. And on the top shelf of their humidor, you'll see like 15 of them right across. So it's a collector's Mm. item type thing.
3: So I look at that and I go, I got to get this. And I can't get it. Yeah. Yeah. And there's also one that's using now a drop of... Bourbon, yes,
1: yeah, bourbon cognac, I okay. believe. So I haven't had the pleasure to try it yet, um, but we'll, uh, you know, we'll see what comes of that. That'll that, that that could be an interesting thing. So is
3: it because that's their home base, that's their testing grounds? Will they test these things, or will they? Some things just will never make it to the U.S. I
1: I, I honestly don't know the hundred percent answer to that. I know that ultimately, what they look for when they're planning on releasing a new cigar is to see how it does in other areas, and then say, okay, if it's succeeding here, it probably will be. You know, yeah. succeed elsewhere because don't forget in Italy, Toscano has like ninety six or ninety seven percent of the market share. <laughs> yeah. So, like at the end of the day, you really everybody's gonna you know latch on to whatever you sell. But to see it in other markets like Germany or uh, Istanbul or elsewhere where Toscano's really strong, there's potential for the United States to work too. Yeah, so. You the, know.
3: the U.S. Is, is the biggest consumption of premium cigars in the world. You would they got to give the U.S. a shot at these limited releases. And yeah, I agree. That, yeah.
1: Well, and I think the first step into that, Dave, was giving us the Nobile, because the Nobile initially was it was made for the 150th anniversary of the unification of Italy, but then it was also made solely for the duty free shops.
4: And it okay. even mentions that on the, band. on the on
1: the band. Yeah, you said that downstairs. Yeah. So. When it did so well there, they actually reserved 500 boxes and 500 boxes only for the United States to sell here. So once those 500 boxes are gone of the Toscano Nobile, it's gone.
3: Okay. It's time to make sense about tasting cigars, and it's brought to you by Cigar Sense.
8: Cigar Sense offers a variety of resources to help cigar lovers get the most out of fine cigars. It's all about helping you respect your palate. From personalised cigar recommendations to cigar profiles based on sensory analysis, articles and seminars. And now there's also a course, a cigar tasting course, which develops your sensory skills. You'll learn to identify aromas, tastes and palate sensations. You'll learn to describe the flavours while appreciating what you're experiencing as you smoke. Visit Cigar Sense and start your sensory adventure with free membership. Here's today's Cigar Sense tip.
4: So, like Jonathan, I had signed up for free, and last week he mentioned he became a uh, a premium member by joining the platform. I went ahead and I pulled the trigger. All right, good. And it definitely does open up a whole nother world. Yeah. And the one thing that I think is really cool about this is, from the mail order perspective, we have people ordering in the middle of the night. There's nobody to speak to. Yeah. You can find a cigar to fit your profile, and Cigar Sense will recommend something similar that you've already stated you like. It becomes having your own personal salesman in your house. And uh, you should try it out. And for our listeners who upgrade to a premium account this weekend, if you use the promo code TCA30, you will receive a 30% off discount on your Cigar Sense premium account. I follow Jonathan Suit, and I respect my palate enough. Isn't it time you respect yours? So speaking of the taste... Do
3: you find that somebody that likes full-bodied cigars would tend to like Toscano or people like milder cigars would tend to like, or it doesn't matter, this is a tweener, it doesn't matter?
1: Well, the good thing about our portfolio that we have in the United States is there's really a cigar for everybody, whether you're a medium you know, cigar smoker or a full-bodied cigar smoker. I mean, we even have the Toscanellos, which are the aromatic cigars. Yes. Um, so there's not a straightforward answer to that, and I'm sorry about that. Okay. I, it seems like... Um, You know, I could say this, when I see somebody who's here who went and bought, you know, a Maduro, you know, a dark cigar, I'll bring them over to the Duecento, the Antico. If I see something a little bit lighter, I'll bring it over to the Garibaldi, the Modigliani, the Classico, something like that. So I try to match their profiles there. All right, all right. And, you know, we were talking about this yesterday, Dave. From a retailer standpoint, you should really look at Toscano as the add-on buy. Yes. It's not going to take away from anything else that's in your humidor. It's an add-on it buy. It should be
4: near every register in every cigar yeah. shop in, yeah. in yeah. the U.S. It really I'll should. I'll tell you
1: that.
3: Think of that as negatively or positively if you want, but we've brought a lot of people over to Toscano, and they did not brand switch to Toscano. They've added Toscano. Correct. So they get their regular stuff and then get some Toscanos too, and it's for when you – are in that mood. I have access to every single cigar, anything I want. I have a humidor in my office. I got a store with thousands of cigars in it and there's just something about a Toscano that nothing else will do at that moment. I feel yeah. like that taste at that moment and that's it. And that's mm-hmm. when I get up and say because also if I have Toscano sitting on the on my, on my desk as the day goes on, the next thing I know, the Toscanos are gone, and somebody came <laughs> in and took them. Yeah. But nobody took them. I look in the ashtray, and I find all the little nubs, mm-hmm. almost like a peanut. I ate it yeah. and didn't even realize that I I had the cigar. But uh, every once in a while, it's not there. And then I feel like that, That's nothing else will do. Yeah. Well, yeah.
7: Larry Levine in the chat room says, nice cigar, what a surprise, perfect for throwing a pack in my car.
3: Absolutely. So that's it.
7: When people try it, they're sold. They are. they are. So that's it. You have to
3: give it a try, and I promise you you're going to cross over. That's what's yeah. going to end up happening. You're going to end up doing it. So
7: Ted
4: Hughes has an interesting question really quick because we're coming sure. up on a break. When they age these, they age them with or without
1: humidification? That's a great question. Um, it actually is aged with humidification. Um, we have specific te- – it's not as high a humidification, but we have specific uh, – what do you want to call it? Vaults, if you will, mm-hmm. where everything – is at a specific temperature, a specific humidification to bring them to the flavor profile that we have.
4: So I'm assuming it's different than the uh, 68, 68, 70, 70, 65, yeah. 65, whatever, uh, I would assume, whatever you think is perfect.
1: I mean, to be honest with you, I can't speak on that behalf, but I would assume it's a different process right. simply because, no, well, number one, our tobacco is completely different. Yeah. When somebody asks me, oh, is it a broadleaf? Is it Connecticut? I'm like, nope, it's Kentucky, Tennessee seed, Toscano tobacco. Hmm. Oh, I never heard of that origin. Well, now I'm telling you yep, about it. Here you go. Because it's Because it really? <laughs> (laughs) Because it's ours That's pretty much That's correct That's it
3: Uh, I want to get to this Um, I have a uh, Quick quiz for you Just Six simple questions Okay This is uh, The Holly and Michael Office trivia uh, (laughs) Quiz Six questions Three of them Are multiple choice And three of them Are yes or no So it's really easy Question number one is Holly and Michael um, Michael Scott's Girlfriend Later Became his wife And they moved away Yes Where did they move to? Colorado. I didn't even have to go multiple choice. Colorado (laughs) is it right off the bat. Okay. Uh, Number two. What was Holly's position at Dunder Mifflin? HR. Again? no. no, (laughs) Sorry, I
1: I should let you read through. No, you can. That's it. That's
3: (laughs) two for two without even uh, multiple choice. Okay. This one's going to be a little tougher. What was Holly's last name on the show? It's on her desk nameplate. They don't say it, but it's on our destiny. Oh God,
1: I could see it. Hold on, I'm gonna. I'll get it. Right. Holly, okay. Holly Flax.
3: Oh, oh my God. Yeah.
4: <laughs> he knew it right away, but he wanted to make it. seem. Yeah, it's part of the theater. Yeah. It's part of the theater.
3: And and I have funny answers to the multiple choice, but we don't even have to get to them. It was it was uh, Barbo, Flax, or Halpert. <laughs> But Flax is the answer. Okay, now uh, true or false? There's three questions. Michael never did any that's what she said around Harley, true or false?
1: That's what she said. I know she did it. I want to say that's true. It is true. Because she did. She never did. She she would say that's what she said, but he didn't. Never. Yeah.
3: Michael fell in love with Holly nearly immediately.
1: Yeah, I think he said uh, it was after he wanted to marry her, or he wanted to say I love you after, like, the first five minutes or something like that. So that's true, It's yeah. true,
3: it's true. And is that true for you, too?
1: It actually, it really is. I So, real fast, Holly actually forced me to take her on a date. <laughs> yep. I really we were talking via Instagram, and she gave me her number. She was the one that drove this process, and uh, then we were talking on you know on the phone, and she goes, "Okay, so what are you doing tomorrow night? Where are we going for dinner?" And I was wow. like, "What?" <laughs> there we
5: impressive. go. You know, was... and,
1: and you did it, and I did it. They AJ's it. Club Soda in Peckville, Pennsylvania. Right. That was our first date. All right,
3: all right. Last question: You got five out of six. This will be a grand slam if you end up having it. Would she end up passing this test? What's that? Does, does she watch it? And she would. Oh pass yeah, I don't think she'd
1: pass it. No, but she she likes the show. At first, she was like Barry. She's like, this is the driest humor, and mm-hmm. I'm like, yes, that's yeah. why it's so good. Yeah. So.
3: absolutely. So this is uh, compatibility. So why I ask that is, you know, you guys are into the same things or whatever it is. Because sometimes it's opposite attract, a but in this case, Michael and Holly were they both Star Wars fans?
6: Yes. They, they were,
3: are. yeah,
6: six for six. Yes, they were. You're
3: good. You're good. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And you don't think she would be able to pull that off? I uh, don't and, think so. Yeah? I really don't. She's going She's to give you that answer tonight. There
1: you go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's
3: story. She'll give you that answer tonight. We're going to take a break though. When we come back, uh, an interesting Toscano event is going to take place. Uh, I've been doing it since I was a kid. Let's see what it's all about, and we'll talk about that when we return. We're live at the Toscano Cigar Sound Stage, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network.
0: To some, tradition is a catchphrase. To us, it's a guiding light, for there can be no great future without reverence for the past. Hammer and Sickle Tradition Series cigars are handmade, employing only time honored methods. Meticulously crafted of individually selected tobaccos, Tradition Siri is a blend of 3 year aged Dominican Viso and Ligero, all finished inside a breathtaking five-year-aged Connecticut shade wrapper. Tradition Siri from Hammer & Sickle. Live well. Romeo
5: y Julieta Reserva Real Nicaragua, the Nicaraguan expression of America's beloved brand Reserva Real. Reserva Real Nicaragua is a Nicaraguan puro, meticulously blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. The Reserva Real Nicaragua will take Romeo lovers and Romeo novices alike on a journey through premium Nicaraguan tobaccos. Reserva Real Nicaragua, it'll steal your heart again. Surgeon General warning, tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease, even in non-smokers.
2: Handcrafted since 1964. This is Rafael Nodal from Agent Room Cigars and Tabacalera USA. You're listening to the Cigar Authority
0: of the United Podcast Network.
2: And we are back with Smoking
3: Toscano with Michael Capellini from the Office of Toscano.
4: I was hoping you would pronounce the name of the cigar, because you have not on here yet with the Toscano Modigliani. Modigliani. Uh, I wanted to see if you okay. could say it.
1: You're pretty good. I, I have to, I'm impressed. Yeah. That's, how, that's how you know that it's it's going well, too, when yeah. people start to properly pronounce the cigars. So There we go.
3: All right, so we're going to pair this up. I have my second half to nice. light up. I just finished my first half, which is great. So I get an hour uh, out of a Toscano. What's wrong with nice that? Nice,
7: fresh cigar for you. Yeah.
1: Absolutely.
3: Yeah. I like the idea of cutting it in half, even if I'm going to smoke both of them. Mm-hmm. So what do you want to pair this with?
1: So we'll pair it with the – I supplied you guys with a bunch of stuff, but I think that the uh, the best pairing that we have on the plate here is the uh, salted caramel, the Giardelli salted mm-hmm. caramel chocolate. So,
4: And dark chocolate, I could get away with a bite on Mediterranean, so I'm going to uh – there take you go. part I mean, with a very small bite. The very whole nice. thing is a bite. <laughs> <laughs> I used to treat that like an aspirin, but. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it is what it's, it is. It's a bite. But, you know, the Toscano Modigliani, as I said, I think that there's really nice notes of um, roasted chocolate in it, and then also that little bit of saltiness, too. i got to stop holding the chocolate, it's going to start melting. I, I
4: definitely see the saltiness.
1: Yeah, and that's why I always like pairing this with a salted caramel. So, as always, take a nice puff of the cigar together. Mr. Jonathan would chime in saying, riveting radio. Right. Mm-hmm. A bite of the chocolate. And then before you swallow the chocolate, another puff of the cigar.
4: It's a good thing Jonathan wasn't here. He would have swallowed right away. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, boy.
4: oh, boy.
7: Dave, no lip smacking.
1: Yeah, people get mad. Yeah, they yeah. do. <laughs> so what do you guys think?
4: For me, it brings out more of the wood, mm-hmm. the, the the oaky component, and I didn't get it before, but I kind of got like a eucalyptus through the nose. Yeah? Like something.
1: Maybe a little clove. Clove, okay. A clove. Yep. clove is one of probably the most overlooked f- sensations that Toscano gives to mm. the palate, the clove, the people mistaken for menthol and yep. or eucalyptus.
3: Yeah, clove. No. It didn't weaken it, and, it
1: and heightened it, it. Yeah, it enhanced the flavor yeah. profile, which it should. Well, and again- the saltiness from the tobacco itself mixing with the saltiness in the chocolate, those l- slight notes of the roasted chocolate in the Modigliani with the, the dark chocolate itself. It's a pairing made in heaven.
3: So you know what I'd like to do is is have a a, a little alcohol with this because Barry's not having any, and I don't think this has ever happened before mm. that I'm going to drink and he's not, so mm-hmm. I want to take advantage of
1: that. Perfect. So.
4: And it doesn't even bother me that it's sitting there. Really? No. Yeah, I think that solidifies that I was not an alcoholic. Oh, really? All
1: right. <laughs> yeah, you get beat up for that, don't yeah. you? Yeah. So, again, just. It smells
4: delicious, though.
1: Yeah, huh? it's amaretto. We just use some yeah. simple amaretto, so you get the real nice hazelnut and cherry sensation. Nice. Puff of the cigar. Sip.
3: Delicious
4: berry, you don't know what you're <laughs> yeah. missing.
3: Puff of the cigar, I think this is the drink for me.
4: Yeah, it's a that's a great after dinner drink to me is the amaretto.
1: And how about how much the cigar changes the second time, right?
4: Now sweetened it up,
1: that sweetened it up, and the, the smoke almost is non existent. Mm.
4: Yeah, the,
1: the more the alcohol dissipates from the palate, the oakiness comes to full fruition. You're gonna get a little hit of pepper in the back of the throat. And you know, everybody loves when I smoke the alcohol you yes. remember doing that? Yes. Yeah. That we'll was, let's do it, it real here? fast. Yeah, we'll do it. So we, we're going to smoke the alcohol. Everybody, it's funny. After I did it on the show, so many people were like, hey, huh. will you do that at the <laughs> next event you do? So
4: So Michael's approaching the green.
1: Yeah.
4: <laughs> and then cover it and hold it there. So what you're going to do is you're going to take a, a big puff of the of the cigar, and you're going to slowly exhale yes. the smoke. You want it thick and voluminous, like Mr. Jonathan's hair. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes. And you're gonna let it sit in there and you're gonna swish it a little bit. Swish it a
1: little bit, you're gonna see the smoke starts to change a little caramel color yeah. because the sugar and the smoke start to bind to each other. Then a little a little a little release before the smoke gets off. You create that cauldron, which is awesome for Halloween, which is right around the corner. Mm-hmm. And before the smoke dissipates a sip. And at that point you should just get the cherry. You really shouldn't get any of the alcohol sensation. It should just be cherry.
3: I like it. Now this is what you made the Godfather with. Yes. With this and
1: uh what did I use? I think I used Maker's Mark. Oh yes you did. I think I used Maker's Mark.
3: And and ice, and that was it.
1: That's it. Very simplistic. One to one. If you like it a little bit sweeter, add an extra little bit of the disodono. If you like it a little That's, bit less sweet,
3: boy, the bit. cherry is so prevalent. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's just cherry. Yeah.
1: yeah. Delicious.
3: All right, let's get to real food. Yes. As opposed to just a chocolate and a cherry. I'm in for this event. Yeah? 100%. Okay. So the Feast of the Seven Fishes in an Italian-American celebration, usually on Christmas Eve. Um the typically, typically consists of, obviously, seven different fish dishes. Long tradition of eating seafood on Christmas Eve dates to the uh, Catholic Roman Catholic religion of no eating meat before the feast day. So no meat, animal fat uh, is the Catholic observance. The meal of seven fishes are uh, considered traditional. Um, that's how I grew up. That it was always Christmas Eve. That uh, was the seven fishes would happen. And um, where does that come from? Some people will say it's the seven sacraments of the Catholic Church or the yep. seven hills of Rome. Correct. The argument would, would end up happening. Um, the one fish that was always there that I have a problem with that I never liked, and it's like bacalao,
4: bacalao,
1: yeah, always, right? always. Well, because it's a love or hate relationship. Which it's is a hate for me. Cured,
4: salted. Codfish, yes, Correct. Correct. it's very fishy.
1: Now my nonna used to make it uh, with in a red sauce. Okay, and that really is delicious. And then my buddy back home, Richie Parami, he makes it in a white sauce too. So it's mm. like you know, takes away from the cod fishiness. I don't like a cold bacalao either, so we're on the same page. Yeah, right? same page.
4: But we what I want to do. So here. I'm the only guy in here that likes it, and my name doesn't end in a vowel.
1: It's weird, and it's then, an you, Italian thing. then you're it's the sim- only one in this room that hates the office, you,
4: it, and it, it's a
3: love or hate. I, I would say, God with, bless with Salted codfish is it, is it? Is that a Jewish thing also?
4: Mm, I don't think so. Lox is salt, salted cured salmon. Okay, uh, but not cod. I don't think so.
7: But no. but we don't. Well, I'm the wrong guy to ask. We wouldn't have it all year.
3: The <laughs> There'll be one day a year, so it can't be that good, you know. Turkey, you would think, would one day a year, but would have it a few times yeah, during yeah, the yeah, year. Yeah. But the, bacala, once a year, and I didn't eat it.
1: Yeah. And Well, we stopped making it in our house for Christmas Eve because once my, my grandfather stopped eating, he loved smelts. Both my grandfathers, okay. my Papa Rocca and my Nono Capellini love smelts. So that's always one that we have.
3: All right, so let's, let's go through um, some of the different fishes because what I need to do is – Pick the menu for it, and let me get to the event. Oh, man,
1: we're really doing it. Mm -hmm.
3: The event is going to be Wednesday night, December 1st. So it's not going to be December 24th because you don't want to be here. You probably want to be with your family. But Wednesday night, December 1st, it will be the Night of the Seven Fishes with Toscano Cigars here at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. We've never done it before. I don't know if we're going to get a crowd. I don't know if people are going to be into it, but... I found it interesting that you brought this to my attention. Said, "What do you think?" And I said, uh, "That's how I grew up. I yep. grew up with Toscano yep. cigars in in Seven Fishes. So, yep. uh, and I'm not a fish guy either, but that, that was part of the deal. Yeah. Um, so let's see if um, you know even non-Italians show up. And mm-hmm. we have a room full of Italians. I don't know how it will be. But um, I know when I call a caterer up and say, this is what I want to do, they're going to say, okay, seven fishes, which one do you want? Right,
1: of course. Of course.
3: So I have a list of 20 options here, mm. and uh, let's like uh, check off what we think should be the items, and let's cross off um, what we think, and we'll see where we end sure. up.
4: And I think some of it we have to play into <clears throat> what's going to be readily available up here. Yeah. Because yeah. One of them that should be on it, and I'll wait to see if it's on your list, you might have a hard time finding. Okay, so bakalaah. I think mm. we have to do it.
1: You it, could it, it, have to do it. The only thing is, is I don't know. That might push people. To, I mean, I don't, you're going to have a lot left over, I think. I'm just going to say Yeah, that. so don't go crazy. <laughs> don't go crazy, yeah, with, yeah, it. Don't don't go it.
4: crazy with the baccala.
3: But yeah. I think I'm going to put a checkmark to it. We may have too many checkmarks and have to delete after that.
4: But that's such a traditional component. Like, every Italian family always had, when well, New York always had the bacala. Yeah. To me, that's one that has to be there.
3: Me too. That's yeah. what I think. It's, yeah. it's, it's the one staple that... Was always there, and because I know because I hated it, and it mm-hmm. was always there too. So, whatever. Okay. Let's go. Um, so, on on cod, should we have a baked cod or should we do a, a fried cod? Could cod be part of it, or we already have it in We, we already or? have We're it in, having baccalauri, in baccalauri. So let's Okay. Uh, so, how about Clams Casino?
1: I'm in.
4: I'm in. Big? Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, calamari? Big. Fried? Yeah. Fried or. Grilled, whatever you think.
4: Yeah, you could almost do a, a grilled. You can do like a grilled. Uh, what is it? Uh,
7: you can, you can have, you a, have the
4: mussels and you have the clams and you have. A
7: uh, fruta di mare. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Well, the, the grilled will hold better, right? Mm-hmm. If you try to I do fried. So. And I think so. It's sitting okay. there. It won't be as yes,
3: good. Yes, it gets soggy or whatever. Okay. Um, fried shrimp.
1: I'm fine with, again, shrimp? I'm good with either fried or not fried.
4: Yeah, that'll be simple. That'll be easy to get. It's going yeah. to run up your bill. but mm. Squallops?
1: Again, this is, so we're pretty much on the track that the Cappellini household has on, on, <laughs> on Christmas Eve, so I'm I'm okay with it.
4: Squallops, will give a yes. Yeah, make sure you don't get them wrapped in bacon because nah, the whole no. idea is no meat. That's correct. Right, mm-hmm. right. Uh, smelts?
1: Again, Goes right on our tradition. Yeah. So I'm gonna say you like yes. it? I don't
4: know smelts. That, that'll be a first They're small,
1: for me. they're small fish that you take the bones out, and then usually we deep fry those. That's the only fried fish that we have. Mm. We deep fry okay. those. Okay. Yeah.
3: Fried smelts. Yeah. Um
1: another lover hate, by the way.
3: A seafood salad. Then we can take care of a bunch of things. Yeah, that you that. would could. do
4: the, the fruit of the mari. Yes.
1: You could. You could do that. That yeah. could be a that could be a potential. What about a tuna sauce? Do you have a tuna sauce on there? I have tuna. What about a tuna sauce?
3: Tuna sauce.
1: Yes. What was, explain that to So you. instead of making your sugo with meat, you make it with tuna. So it's a meatless sauce that's made with tuna. It's for the pasta? For pasta. Okay. Yeah, so like over a nice cappellini, you know, whatever. Or, Here we go. Or, or fettuccine or something. <laughs> Wait, yeah. are we going
4: to pour it over you?
1: Yeah, well, not necessarily <laughs> over my body. Oh, but, You okay. know, I mean, that's... <laughs>
3: Okay. <laughs> that
1: could go a couple my of directions. My
3: wife just directions. said, damn it. Wait, what the hell's going on here?
4: <laughs> uh, stuffed baked cohogs,
1: Not my favorite, but... Yeah,
4: I don't even know what that is.
1: Really? Yeah. yeah. Probably had it once. Quahogs? Not
4: nah, really. Isn't that where Peter Griffin lives?
1: <laughs> <laughs> it is. Why? Well, don't know cook.
4: what a quahog
3: is. Yeah. Never heard of it. Wow. Um, lobster?
1: <laughs> I mean... $200 the $200 dinner brought yes. to you by Estonia yeah, right. Cigars. Yes. So we think too
3: expensive Too expensive, <laughs> too on expensive any but if it's uh, not, Stuffed go for calamari, it. which was a big thing. Again, yeah. always always in there.
1: Yeah, if you do if you do the stuffed calamari, then don't do the other calamari.
4: Okay. Uh, shrimp cocktail. You already mentioned
1: you shrimp. You already mentioned shrimp. So. so you
4: could do that as a shrimp cocktail. Instead of fried shrimp?
1: Yeah, yeah. I think the shrimp cocktail would mm-hmm. be better than the All fried. Right, but so that's gonna, just me. I'm not I'm a gonna, fried guy.
3: So I'm going to dump fried shrimp, and we'll go with shrimp cocktail. Mm-hmm. Uh, Scogeely
1: I Don't Snails
3: Yeah I've had that Okay
1: I don't love them But this isn't about me It's about bringing People here And we're getting thumbs down From the crowd I'm Yeah just gonna throw that one out there
3: Oysters Shooters
1: Yes 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 <laughs>
3: That's a big yes A lot That's of the guys That come yes.
4: with their wives To get lucky Cause you know Natural aphrodisiac mm-hmm. Uh Octopus Make an octopus salad or yeah, something? Yeah, you, you know, you can. We're going to have to do that whole calamari it, Yeah, really, you yeah. can do the whole salad with the calamari, the mussels, yeah. uh, the squid. With the salad, yeah. right? Octopus, rather. Uh, mm-hmm. Eel? No, please, for the love <laughs> of God. That that's home. my favorite, but I don't. I mean, more, Less people will like the eel than will like the bacala.
1: I can remember when I was a kid walking in, there was Doma's Italian Imports, and he had barrels where the eels would be mm. swimming in there, and you'd. <laughs> Please.
3: And I had the um, linguine with anchovies, clams, lobster, tuna.
1: Also uh, sounds great if yeah. you want to do that instead of the tuna sauce. I only mentioned the tuna sauce because I I actually think that's more Umbrian than anything, to be honest with you, because that's my grandmother's recipe. So if you'd rather do that than the tuna sauce, I'm fine with that. I'm too. a
4: huge fan of elige, which is the Italian yeah, word yeah. for anchovies. Yeah. So we got to dump a couple things, but, but I think I'm we, surprised some things you missed. You missed St. Peter's fish, which is tilapia. But you're also missing Bronzini. Or yeah, Bronzino.
1: I don't know how how Bronzino is going to go though. Hmm.
4: I mean, to me, those are two fish that's synonymous. also an, exp- it's also uh, an expensive, expensive fish. fish. Too. But good.
3: I but I think we can we can by having that salad with a few different things. Yeah, we can, we can dump a couple of these things because right. I have nine, but I can move a couple of those things into, into the, the salad. salad. Yeah, and even it, it'll be can, if it would possibly be more than seven at that point because that salad would have it. I mean, this has to be seven.
1: Yeah, I mean, you should have the seven if you want to keep the traditional yeah, side of I mean, the Italian-American we, tradition. So, so what,
3: do, what do we dump here? Do we dump smelts? Do we dump octopus? Yeah, we're dumping octopus. Yeah,
4: because you already have the calamari. Oyster
3: shooters, you said, is a definite. It's yes. got to be. Shrimp cocktail should be a definite, right? Yes. Uh, calamari should be a definite. It's, it's going to
4: so. be in the... The, the tuna the
3: sauce, next. we need some sort of sauce, so mm. whether it's tuna or some seafood sauce is a definite. Uh, scallops. I love them. I love scallops, but, but if,
4: they kind of don't fit if you're going to put the, the 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 shrimp in the uh,
5: scallop. Not yeah, the I, I agree with that. All right, so we can, dump that. we can dump right. the scallops, I guess.
4: Um,
3: so I got four. So now I got bacala we have to do. Yes. So there's five for sure. Mm. Uh, clams Casino, Fried Calamari, or Fried Smelts. We need to dump uh, one of
1: them. I think we the should smelts. keep the smelt. You want to get rid of the smelts? I mean, it's a, it, for this dinner, we could. Because yeah. ultimately, that's, that's something that you might spend money on, and three people will eat them. Yes. So I, I do agree with Barry.
3: Okay. So we're going to go with Clams Casino and Fried Calamari. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I got seven. Bacala, Clams Casino, uh, Grilled Calamari, We have oyster shooters, shrimp cocktail, stuffed calamari, and a tuna sauce. And that's the dinner on December 1st. What do you think about that? I think it's good. Beautiful. That's the way we're going to go. And right now, it's time for the poll question of the week. Brought to you by Victor Sinclair.
4: Yep. As Dave mentioned, the question of the week is brought to you by Victor Sinclair Cigars. Victor Sinclair Cigars, the cigars you won't question. And unfortunately, Jonathan's out, but on a recent episode... This is good for you now. Listen to this. Mr. Jonathan (laughs) argued that since chicken cutlets are made in oil, they count as fried chicken. We asked our listeners if he was right or if he was out of his mind, and we had the most votes since we started the... (laughs) Everybody
3: was on to this. So is chicken cutlets fried chicken? No. Absolutely not.
1: Yes, there's no question, and that's what <laughs> and mo-
3: so. I got to say, most people said it's not.
4: Just over seventy-five said Mr. J is out of his mind. And the best comment came from our friend Charlie Cicero, who wrote that uh, being a chef, if it was served as fried chicken, he would be lambasted for it. I agree. When people think of fried chicken, they're thinking of bone-in, breaded, battered, and fried. Bingo. And of all people, Mr. John- Jonathan should love that it's bone-in. <laughs> 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 And uh so this puts it to rest.
3: Yeah. It, it, you know, boy this went on for weeks I can't around that's here in a discussion. That he said it is chicken and it is fried, therefore it is fried chicken. Yeah. And also the uh air fryer is you can't put chicken in the air fryer and you have fried chicken because I don't care that it's called air fryer. It's not frying. Frying is boiling in oil. In oil.
1: Yeah. I would actually agree with that also. Yeah. I would. So
4: this has gone to rest. It's gone to rest. 75.2% say that he's out of his mind. You must have bones in it to be fried chicken. I agree. I agree. It's just
1: it makes perfect sense. All That's... right.
4: You're frying the chicken, but it is not fried chicken. Mm-hmm. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The item itself is not fried chicken. End of story.
3: Yeah. So this Done. is over
4: with. Cooked. And I this love is, that he's not here to
3: cry about it. There we go. <laughs> so we got seven fishes and that event. We'll put that on sale probably... Oh, my God.
4: October 1st? Yeah, October 15th. probably October
3: or something, and we'll let you know as it is. But now I have to find a caterer that's willing to say, okay, I'm going to do Seven, seven fishes. fishes. Uh, There's got to be right some Italian catering company or something that'd be up for this.
4: Yeah, I'm sure. Maybe our friends down the road. Or...
3: Yeah. Now, besides having a pasta that goes with it, yeah. is there anything else besides seven fishes? The pasta that goes with it, maybe some bread, but anything else missing?
1: Well, I mean, if we're talking about my mother's delicacies, she definitely does the um, green beans, the long green beans, and garlic and olive oil. Okay, that's a, that's always one of the sides mm-hmm. too.
3: All right, I'm going to put that down. Um, is desserts okay? Yeah. Okay. Got the also- cannolis tiramisu. It's got to be some Italian thing. Right. Cannolis or tiramisu, and, and I think we got that covered. Okay. Perfect. We got it. So um, yeah, and you know, I don't think it's going to be a cheap date because no. we're talking. Uh, well, especially if fish. you mention
4: oyster shooters, that means there's going to be alcohol involved. Why? Because an oyster shooter is the oyster in a shot. That's a Shooter, no, you
3: do, you it. do I, it. okay. You shoot it in the shell, right?
4: You, yeah, yeah, you I'm can do that. But you know, my I'm, wife orders I, oyster shooters when we go out to one of the wow. restaurants that Chuck Cicero works at. All right, and uh, it's usually in tequila with the uh, oh, really? oyster, and oh. she shoots them.
3: Oh, re- a real shooter, and she said it's so good. Got it, got yeah, oyster shot, it. but mm-hmm. yeah, you know, I'm thinking of the clams, right? With, right in the thing. shell, yeah. I, I wonder if we could get a guy to shuck them right
1: there oh that would be impressive so a shocker a shocker
3: can you hire a shocker i'm sure you can
1: sure everything's
3: for sale right we should
4: reach out to chuck cicero because you know he's now managing surf one of the biggest restaurants here in uh Mm. in new hampshire Mm. i'm sure he could put us on the right path for a shucker or even the seafood menu
6: Mm.
4: you'll see him on
6: tuesday
3: i'll see him tuesday and he's going to take a ride with you're not coming by the way to the new york no, i'm not okay because because you have something with ed on that monday morning okay it's a monday morning um the firecracker thing
4: oh yeah that's right yeah <laughs>
3: okay yeah so i said something yeah. to ed and he says i need him okay so sorry yeah we'll announce all the details for yeah. that next week yeah so uh Congratulations. You get married and yeah. uh New Year's Day
1: New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve. Yes, New, New Year's, Year's Eve. Eve. We avoided New Year's Day just in case uh you know the college football.
3: And you get to write her off all in one for the whole year. Everybody's saying
1: that to me. <laughs> I swear to God that's not why we did it, but I <laughs> yeah. guess that, you know, I guess that works it, too. It's a whole so. year. So so go.
4: the potential of Penn State yes being in a New Year's Day game. Yeah. Affected how you got married.
1: I would love for Penn State to be in a bowl game on January 1st, because then that just gives us another opportunity to get together with all our Penn Staters and watch them.
3: And Uh you're doing the big wedding.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Hundreds. 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 Beautiful. 350, to be precise. Wow. Wow.
3: Yeah. 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 yeah, good. Good for you. Yeah. Well, uh, Holly's a great girl.
1: She is. And she uh, is. I'm very lucky, and you know, we uh, we mesh well, and it's much like the Michael and Holly story yes on the office. Yes, <laughs> it is.
3: Yes, it is. Yeah. So it's perfect. Well, many years of of greatness and and love and family. And salute. Salute. We hope. Salute.
1: Thank you. None for you, Barry. Don't get offended. It's, I can't cheers with it's water. It's so good. It's bad There's bourbon in this thing. Oh, it's All bad. right.
3: I know you're going to head back up uh, yep. to Pennsylvania now. Yeah. So um, we're going to go to break. And when we come back, um, the story of cigars gone wrong that might have turned into a really good thing. And we'll tell you about Mr. Jonathan, where he is and how he's doing and a lot more. Stick around, everybody. We're live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Are you a member of the Cigar Authority care package? Well, if not, the time, my friend, is now. For just $24.99, you'll get four premium cigars delivered to your door each month. And we'll smoke each one of those cigars on the Cigar Authority podcast with you i don't know if
9: that's really a benefit
3: sure it is we will judge the construction flavors and review the cigars and you can see how right or wrong we really are you might be surprised four premium cigars delivered to you for 24.99 and you can quit any time but you won't the value is incredible want to take the cigar authority care package to the next level sign up or upgrade to the cigar authority care package prime For just $5 more, you
9: get an extra cigar and usually something special. That's five cigars each month, all different. Find the Cigar Authority Care Package on thecigarauthority.com
2: and sign up today. The Cigar Authority Care Package. Aging Room 4 Nicaragua Maestro. Named Cigar Aficionado's number one cigar of the year with a 96 rating. is a complex Nicaraguan puro. Carefully blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. As Cigar Aficionado described it, every puff is an overture of flavors that's at times heavy and rich with notes of dark chocolate and wood, and other times subtle and understated with hints of fine caramel and toasted almonds. Treat yourself to an aging room 4 Nicaragua today.
5: Certain general warning cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes.
10: the opportunity to enjoy the true authentic Orojo taste. Take this journey and be part of history in a cigar smoking experience like no other. Aladino.
6: Hi, this is Rocky Patel from Rocky Patel Premium Cigars. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on United Podcast Network, the best and only
3: podcast for cigars in the world. And we're back. And uh, in the cigar business, dealing with other countries far away and language differences, Things sometimes go wrong. How to turn a mistake <laughs> into something that's good is a challenge. Turning chicken shit into chicken soup. That's what we're going to talk about. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. Uh, I screwed up on the... Um, hey, it's the only alcohol you drink. Yes, it was a sip, <laughs> but it was good. Yeah, go it ahead. Have, like, have another. It tastes like the amaretto cookie because it's an amaretto cookie. There you it's go. amaretto. The cookie's made with amaretto. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the I date think. for the Seven fishes is December 9th, not December 1st, December 9th. Mm. Let me say that again. It's December 9th. And the reason why it's December 9th, it's Michael Capellini's birthday. Oh. It's December 9th. So we're going to have a birthday party. So we need a birthday cake. Also, she got it all.
4: Awesome. You yeah. so can Chris, add that to your dessert, dessert list. Yep. Um, a cake with amaretto in it.
3: So oh. a cake with little lady finger type things around it, the little uh, mm. thing, I don't know, so something, you could just take one of those, or you could take the piece of cake, or you take both, or is it a cannoli cake, or I, I, I don't, don't know, know. something.
9: I don't. We
3: will know what Yeah, to you got to Italian the hell out of this thing, yeah. somehow. Um, okay, let's continue Italian the, the hell out of things, <laughs> and uh, let's uh, light up the next cigar.
4: What do we have? Well, today's second cigar is the La Gianna Angelica and it's manufactured in Honduras by United Cigars. The size is a 7x48 Churchill, and it features an Ecuadorian Connecticut with a Maduro halo. The binder is a Honduran Habano Criollo, and the fill is a Dominican Criollo 98, Alamon Seco, and Honduran Criollo 98. It is part of the Cigar Authority Care Package Prime, and a single cigar will set you back $8.99, while a box of 20 is $152.99, which comes out to just $7.65 per cigar. That's a savings of almost $27 or 15% off the box price on twoguyscigars.com. If you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, try twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. Okay,
3: yeah, so this is uh, what appears to be new, but I'll tell you a story about it in a minute. Uh, It has been around for a while, but it had a uh, long shelf life. It was put aside for a while because it was a mistake, Uh, but we brought it back because um, we had grandfathered in opportunities that the cigar was out for a long period of time. So to differentiate the cigar, From the other Lagianas is this little Maduro halo that's on here on the the head of the cigar. So you look at that and know that above that is a sweetness that uh, is added to it. So uh, it's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo was the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. Excellent. There we go. So I don't cut too far down. I leave some of the halo there. Mm-hmm. Are you going to smoke this, Ed Sullivan, too? Oh, you already got it. Okay.
4: I'm ready. Right on the cold drawer as soon as you take the cigar out, because the cold drawer has that um, barnyard component, and there's mm-hmm. some earth, there's some hay, there's yep. definitely some cedar. But once you remove the cigar from your lips or your mouth, you get that you, sweetness. You actually don't while your lip is on right. it until after. after. Yeah, and then the uh,
3: I think it's very subtle.
4: It, it is? Yeah. And uh, I've convinced a few people, friends of mine, to try these, and so far they've all loved it. And uh, we're going to light our cigar today with the Lotus Monarch, featuring a flip top, four flames, featuring the patented big-ass tank. He's not here, but he had a complain that I didn't say the big-ass <laughs> tank in the first one, and a bullet punch on the bottom, as well as a full metal jacket. Retails for thirty nine ninety nine, and the cool thing is... Little groove on the top for your photo ops to rest your cigar.
3: Does work. Okay. So it was uh, the late 1990s. The cigar La Gianna came out in 1994 because Gianna was going to be born. I needed a cigar to make so that I could hand out cigars when I have a baby. And I made Lagiana. Years later, it continued to go and we continued to sell it right up to this day. And we received an order of Lagiana that came in. And at the time, it was only sold at Two Guys Smoke Shop. And a customer came in and got their Lagiana. And I think they actually bought a box, opened the box, and sat down and smoked a single. And said to me, These are sweet. And I said, there's a little sweetness to it. He said, no, they are sweet. There's a sweetness on this. And I said, no, there isn't. And then I went and got a cigar and tasted it And I said, oh, my God, there's a sweetness to this. <laughs> then I tried to figure out, okay, when did these come in and put aside the new order that had come in. And I said, oh, my God, there's something wrong that this last order came in and was not correct for whatever reason. A sweetness was put on, so I called up the company, which was the Aroas, uh, making it at the time, and um, before they were bought out by Davidoff, and I said, there's a problem here. These cigars came in, and there's a sweetness to it. He says, oh, no, and uh, he said, what do you want to do? And I said, I want to send them back. I said, I can't have these like this, and he said, um, I'll give them to you at half price, and I said, I'll keep them, <laughs> so... Now I had to differentiate these from the other cigars, and I had a little label printed that said Angelic. And on the outside of the cellophane, because the boxes were all cellophane closed, I put this little sticker on it that said Angelic. So if anybody came up and got that box of cigars, I would say to them, nope, these are um, the ones that have a sweet tip to them. Is that okay? Is it not okay? And it probably took a little longer to get rid of those because we immediately got an order in of the correct ones that Mm -hmm. came in. After I got rid of all those um, sweet ones that went away, they would just the brand was just discontinued as La Gianna Angelic. Uh, but I did put out a catalog showing the Angelic because I got a whole shipment of them in there, and said what they were. And then as uh, time came, FDA says you cannot produce a new. Brand cigar. So I start going through old stuff that I had done over the years. Because
4: you're a hoarder and you kept all yes. the old catalogs.
3: And I, mm-hmm. I put in for it and I said, why not? So uh, let me do that. And then in, in talking with the folks at Davidoff, um, you know, what do we want to do with repackaging of lagiana which we repackaged uh, two years ago? And then uh, at the same time, I said, let's recreate that angelic line. And to differentiate it, let's. Just put this little halo on the top of it, and here La Gianna is reborn as Angelic. So the regular line is still out there, but the Angelic is. And the difference is the sweet on the end of it and the little Maduro cap. Mm-hmm. But other than that, it should be spot on to what it was.
4: And the sweetness isn't overpowering. You know, people like, oh, uh, I don't like a sweet cigar. This isn't as sweet as, say... Somebody, I don't want to name on the lines, but it's not as sweet. Listen, I
3: I could say that it's not sweetened and it's the age of the tobacco (laughs) and all that other horseshit, or something, but there's sweetness that's added to it. I find
7: with this cigar, the sweetness fades more quickly than some other sweetened cigars. It doesn't even
3: happen until you pull your lips off it and then kind of smack your lips and you did not even know what happens and and then
4: it's gone. It's definitely almost like the sweetness from from a uh, Necco wafer. Because you don't get it unless you, you're it was so, putting it on your lips. It was so
3: minimal to me, and that's because I was drinking the Cerone, which was sweet on my lips yeah. to begin with. Mm. So it was really, actually, almost non-existent that happened because I had sweetness. So the first couple of puffs is going to be a little something, a little kiss of sweetness at the beginning of it, and
4: yeah, it definitely helps enhance the, the the finish of the cigar. You know, I'm getting some uh, some earthy components, the cedar, the hay. And then when you know, smacking my lips, I'm getting an added sweetness to it, which offsets some of that earthy component, and it creates a really nice balance. Again, I have some almond taste in from the
3: decerone, but usually I get mm-hmm. almond uh, flavor in a laagia anyway, but it's it's actually, you know, just like we did with with there, kind of takes it away mm-hmm. because I have it in my mouth. Of uh, because it's so subtle compared to what I have on my lips. Right I now.
4: almost wish that the FDA wasn't around so you could do a reverse angelic.
3: Right, <laughs> I, and we were immediately asked when it when it came in. It said you right. should do it because it has a medoro version. Mm-hmm. Why don't you do it uh, that way? Now every size that are, that's on Lagiana, um, regular and Lagiana medoro. Right. Is covered with the exception of one size which is the bambino mm. because the bambino was made years later and did not make the cutoff date i made bambino after the cutoff date of Grandfather in oh. i can certainly go for substantial equivalence and pay into that or whatever but we made every size with the exception of bambino when it comes to this one which was unfortunate but um
4: yeah then the price tag attached to se is
3: yeah phenomenal yeah so it was a mistake, and it's too early to tell how, how good, but so far so good of the sales of this, but we'll see uh, how it ends up going. But for, for for the most part, it certainly was successful the first round because I paid half price mm-hmm. and got full price for them when I sold them. And here they are out again. We'll see how they end up going. But there's been a lot of other mistakes that happened in um, – This industry and other industries, one is Toscano that, um, you know, Mm -hmm. we talked about briefly. Mm -hmm. It was August 1815, a hot day in Florence, Italy, was drenched by a sudden powerful downpour, wetting a large lot of Kentucky tobacco left in the yard in the factory to actually dry. It was left out there to dry. The opposite happened. The trouble was apparent, and it was decided to heat up the bonds with wood and dry the leaves to make small cigars out of it instead of sent throwing it away. Thus, the Toscano cigar mm. was born. So if that mistake never happened, Toscano would have never happened. So we see lots of things like that that um, ended up happening. Failures or mistakes turn into positive Dave, things.
7: speaking of mistakes, Ted Hughes wants to know when when are any Cubans coming back? Mistake.
3: <laughs> I thought it was cute, <laughs> so it was a brand I created that customers come in and was asking for. Do you have any Cubans over and over and over again? And then Get fed it tied up with up here it, it. Yeah. I end up making the brand. Uh, any Cubans? Cubans. And the next time a guy came in and said, do you have any Cubans? I walked him over and said, any Cubans? And they didn't find it amusing. So <laughs> no, what did
7: they buy? In? What year was that? Oh, I,
3: that was. So you can make those again. Early 90s. Yeah, I did a lot of stuff in the early 90s. I was young. I was stupid. I was willing to try anything. I didn't have much to lose. <laughs> um, it's always been the case of, of these things, uh, as was the case for Sam Walton. Who got his start owning a Ben Franklin department uh, franchise? And he ran it successful for a few years, but um, was swindled actually on his lease. So, this guy, the landlord, actually raised his rent so high to actually buy, end up getting the store back so he could end up owning it. Actually, the same exact thing happened to me in the nightclub business that some, I rented a nightclub. I made the night very, very popular, and the guy that owned the building ended up um, s- stopped renting to me because he said there's too much trouble here. There was no trouble at all, and then he created the club for himself, mm. and we had to go to court and all this stuff uh, over that. Sam Walton, he was out in the street because the landlord... Uh, ended up raising his rent and pushing him out. Um, it led to the first Walton's Five and Dime, where he said, instead of a franchise, I'm just going to have my own. I've already learned what to do. Mm. He starts Walton's Five and Dime, which later turns into Walmart. So, mm. boom, a bad thing happens, a good thing uh, responds. WD-40, you know what that's all about?
4: No, but uh, I'm sure you'll
3: tell us. I will. <laughs> um, it's the lubricant, the WD-40 that you spray. The name comes from the fact that it represents 40 attempts to create a degreaser and rice protection solvent. So it's kind of like
4: t- the league of number nine of the yeah. lubrication business. Hmm. Eight
3: loses until they got number nine,
4: right? Well, it
3: took 40 of them till they w- were trying to get this um, degreaser to work. It doesn't work. They end up after 39 tries saying, well, this stuff lubricates well, <laughs> so let's do that. So WD-40, huge, huge. Right? gigantic. Bubble wrap. Bubble wrap was created in 1960. As a toy, right? As a texture wallpaper.
5: Huh.
3: <laughs> Imagine that. They made it as a texture wallpaper in the 1960s.
7: But everyone kept popping the walls. Right. Because that gets addictive.
3: Yep. Right? Uh, suddenly, IBM uses it to package a computer for transport and said this stuff is great, and these little air pillows, which Mm -hmm. is what they turn into. Uh, So these are just some of the oddball stuff that ends up happening, and and we've seen it in the cigar industry, we've seen it in lots of industries, Um, and as crazy as that is, it's time to take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars.
6: It's time for news from the insane asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true. Or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4 inches by 44 to the absolutely insane 8 inch by 80. Asylum Cigars.
4: (laughs) (laughs) And in Ohio, three brothers have died on their farm. It's a pretty shitty situation to lose three members from the same family, but it's even shittier when they died in a manure pit. The brothers got stuck while trying to fix a manure pump when they succumbed to the fumes, making this Suc- a succumb. Succumb, <laughs> succumb. <laughs> making this making this a case of silent but deadly. And that's not only insane, it's asylum. There we go. Um,
7: there we go. Andy Sanchez says W D forty is not a lubricant, it's a water displacer, hence the W D. Ah,
4: not true, but okay. <laughs> it's <laughs> lubricant. How, <laughs> many, how many times do you use it to loosen up a lock or yeah, that's what stop it's this week? It's, it's good. Hmm.
3: Next week, um, Rocky Patel brought his name up on the show last hmm. week. Uh, Phil Zangy, his original partner, is still in the cigar business. Uh, he has Indian Motorcycle Company. He's going to join us here, and we're going to talk about, should I break up with my local cigar shop? Huh. We're always telling you to do business with your local brick and mortar. Now it's time to talk about should you break up with them? Is there reasons to actually break up with them? We'll dig into that. Uh, September 4th, Regis from. Uh, Regis the, and Kelly? Akil from Regis oh, yeah. Cigars. <laughs> Akil from Regis and C- Regis Cigars uh, will join us. He, he should be Akil Regis, but he's not. That guy can drink.
4: Yeah, and I bring it up because the last time I saw him, one of his friends in London was listening to the show, and I've mentioned that he can drink, and I constantly give him shit about it. Really? <laughs> yeah. Okay,
3: we'll talk about his, uh, his alcohol problem, and, and lots more, <laughs> and, and his cigars, maybe. Uh, September 11th, we have uh, Brad from J.C. Newman possibly joining us. Um, they have um, stopped all their events and promotions till October. I got a call from them mm-hmm. that much like Drew Estate that has pulled out because of COVID, mm-hmm. um, JC Newman has too. So that may not happen. Uh, I know they're on their list, but um, assuming everything goes good, um, September 18th, Justo Aroa, who's going to be here for our anniversary party, nice. is going stick along, to stick along and we'll have him on the show. So uh, we got a, a plans of a lot of people coming to town, but who knows And who on September more.
4: 25th, a lot of people will be happy to hear that I'm not here. Oh, yeah. that's great. So you know what we're going to do? We're bringing in another Garofalo.
7: Really?
3: There'll be another Garofalo here.
7: You're not saying which one?
3: I don't think you've ever even met this person. Really? Yeah. They're not a relative.
7: No, but they They're are in cigar associated business. with cigars. They're in the yeah. cigar business.
3: So, Interesting. Yep. Yeah? So I had to bring them on Absolutely. because we have the same name. Yep. So uh, we'll, we'll get to that, too. So um, CANH Golf Tournament is uh, this Friday coming. Uh, I will be going to it. Um, this is the New Hampshire organization, and we fight and you know, try to uh, get earn some money to help the lobbying efforts. The, the following Monday, I'm off to New York to actually speak at the New Hampshire New York tobacconist association um and barry will not be joining us but ed you're coming oh yeah road
7: and, trip right? And, and chef and we're gonna eat yeah. and we're gonna have a good time we're, we're gonna heckle you maybe he'll speaking. bring
4: some brisket for the road trip since you missed out last time
7: Oh he- Barry, he said yeah. he's making more brisket uh, the weekend of the anniversary party. Nice. Because he's taking the whole week off for the anniversary party. Taking the week off for of the anniversary yeah. party. <laughs> and, <laughs> and
4: we're going to have a huge studio audience after the anniversary party. A lot of people coming from out of Long state. Flying up.
3: I, mm. geez, I'm, I'm speechless that, that uh, people do that. It's unbelievable. But um, I mentioned the Cigar Authority cookbook. Uh, Pam's in the audience. She is... Uh, also uh, has um, a, a recipe. recipe in there as Barry does, and um, we had um, Rocky Patel was here, and um, Michael Capellini who was here today. He's John, got a recipe is in Jonathan
7: it. Jonathan making something called fried chicken, or no? he's not <laughs> making fried chicken. <laughs> and I understand
3: that it, fried. This is <clears throat> this debate is not over.
4: Yes. <laughs> he's uh, he's checked in with that just like the big ass tank, but yeah, the I'll one- tell you what, his recipe is not winning any anything.
7: The one recipe that Dave and I admit that we missed was this one
1: have you ever put butter on a pop-tart it's so freaking good have you ever put butter on a pop-tart if you
3: haven't then i think you should yeah and it's already to print so there's nothing we uh, can do it's a unless, very we have simple a, recipe. unless we have a second edition if this thing <laughs> does anything who the hell knows where it goes but we got uh tommy grella great recipe mm-hmm. from him uh chuck morrison old Fot freddy wow. in there The guys and girls from the ash holes are in there. Rudy from Canada. Um, Is he making poutine? No, that'd be a good one. That would have been good. That would have been good. Uh, But you're going to be surprised at at, at these recipes. Uh, Some of them are fun, some of them are pretty elaborate. Um, And there's uh, enough of them that you could do one a week and it's gonna last take well, you, take you more than a year to get our,
7: our friend Nelson sent you enough background material to do a whole cookbook on just his recipe Nelson
3: Alfonso <laughs> there's, there's just it's a who's who in this and all the money is going to go to charity Ironstone Farms in Andover where they help children with special needs and uh, even adults uh, including the um, military guys, the um, veterans that uh, come back with problems. So uh, 100% of the profits going to go to them, and we'll have more information as they give me a date on uh, what this was. I was hoping to have it for the anniversary party because we're going to have 500 people, and you know maybe we'd sell 500 books right there and then. Nice. But um, they said there's no way we can guarantee that. Like everything else, mm. everything's a slow process right. now. Um, and they said, you know, uh, don't count on it. Uh, we're not, not only not going to guaranteeing it, we doubt it very much. Hmm. Um, you'll have it for Thanksgiving. So, uh, Awesome.
4: Know. All listen should request it for a stocking
3: stuffer. Mm. So we'll get the information there and the price and everything as that goes on. So uh, early thoughts here on La Gianna Angelic. This is the Churchill. So And it's a true Churchill. It's 48? Yeah, I believe I it was so.
4: 7 by 48.
3: Yeah um I'm again still- this was 1994 so there what a churchill wasn't a 50 ring gauge then it, yeah. was, it was a 47 48 49 and this is a 48
4: yeah i'm just shy of halfway that sweetness that was there in the beginning from the from the cap or what have you uh pretty much non-existent anymore um a little bit of earth a little bit of cedar Maybe you put it in my head, but on the finish, there's definitely a little bit of almonds. It's a, I, I smoke it often, so it's, a, yeah, it's and definitely there.
7: I'm usually good for at least once a week on these. It's great for a change of pace Yeah, from the ones that Jen calls the stiffies. Right. <laughs> this isn't a stiffy. Do you think that Maduro strip
4: does anything to the flavor of it? No. No. I debated with you that I think it's the Maduro strip that has that sweetness on it.
7: <laughs> that just that strip is yeah. on there. Yeah. Maybe you got to do some dissection Wouldn't that be interesting?
4: Yeah, one day I'm going to cut it just below it And see if it's still there Or we'll peel it off Or peel it off, I could
3: mm-hmm. do that too
7: uh, Dave
3: a, well, Unless it's underneath, I don't know
7: Mr. Jonathan can't stay out of this Because I just got a text Well, from either him. come and do the show or stay away But we'll <laughs> get to that in the next, uh, when we get back well, we, We've got to do a shout out Today is Chef Charlie's birthday Oh my
3: goodness yeah. Is he there? No, no. he's working yeah, I'm sure he's working. All right, Chef Charlie, he's awesome, and we're gonna we're gonna think- do a road trip. We're gonna see if he's all that. And I, I believe he is.
7: Yeah, <laughs> he can yeah. hang. Oh, it's- Chef yeah. Charlie, he he's good for eight cigars a day, easy.
4: All right. So I removed the uh, the halo. Yep. And the halo is actually the uh-huh. uh, this Connecticut over the cap, oh, and is a full piece of at- Maduro, maybe quarter inch. I uh, never did it. So, and now I am convinced that's what's holding the sweetness. Okay. Mm.
3: So actually, the whole head is a Maduro. Yeah. And then, so if the whole head is the Maduro, then there's a strip of white or there's a smaller cap.
4: Smaller cap
3: it's, on top of so it. So there's three cap. caps on this. Yeah. There's, it's not that's rolled around three times. It's three different caps that are on it. Oh, I wondered how they do that. Wow. Wow. Okay, I never knew it. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm glad you did that. you think I would have done this as you, soon as I... You're I don't big know how on the,
7: taking things apart.
3: Yeah, yeah. But I, I never knew that's how they did it. That's interesting. Okay. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, where is Mr. Jonathan? Mm-hmm. He's on the chat box, but why is he there and not here? We're going to get into that. we got three emails to get to and a prize to give away. We're live at the Toscano Cigar Sound Stage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network.
8: Drew Estate is commemorating 10 years of Undercrown with the global release of Undercrown 10, a bold new ultra premium addition to Undercrown's current premium lineup of Maduro, Shade, and Sungrown Expressions. To celebrate the brand's anniversary in 2021, Drew Estate is getting all decked out, a tagline that denotes Undercrown 10's elegant packaging and reinforces the pride of Undercrown's 10 years of excellence. The new sophisticated packaging is surpassed only by Undercrown 10's complex, rich, and bold blend of ultra-premium aged tobaccos that include the highest priming of Mexican San Andreas Dark Wrapper, the very finest broadleaf binder from the Connecticut River Valley, and a tripper blend of select and rare Nicaraguan tobaccos. Pick up an Undercrown 10 today. Since 1903, when La Aurora cigars first opened their doors as the first cigar factory of the Dominican Republic, they have defined Dominican cigar manufacturing. Now, La Aurora continues that innovation with La Aurora Dominican DNA, featuring an exceptional blend whose soul is the Anduyo. La Aurora pays tribute to the oldest Dominican tobacco process with a cigar that features tobacco that is part of their heritage and their DNA. The La Aurora DNA features this hard-to-work tobacco that brings the unique characteristics of strength, inspiring aroma, and sweetness that creates an exceptional smoking experience that only La Aurora can bring you. Experience La Aurora Dominican DNA with its Cibao Valley Dominican wrapper, an authentic Cameron binder from Africa with fillers from the Dominican Republic, Pennsylvania, Nicaragua and Anduyo. Available at top retailers like 2 and is distributed in the United States by Miami Cigar and Company.
5: that is aged to perfection. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat even if you do not inhale.
3: Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez.
9: What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more. It's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Jose.
10: This is Christian Edoa from CLE, Asylum, and Edoa. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network.
3: And we are back. We're smoking La Giana Angelic Churchill. And I'll be honest with you, I'm I'm a Toro guy. I always smoke the Toro. Mm. But Churchill... It's nice. Yeah.
7: Every now and then I have have, a Churchill.
3: You have turned me on to the smaller ring gauge. I am accepting of it. Not the Lancer, no. No. Lancer, no. Not (laughs)
6: that
3: Lancer, no. Yeah, we we did... a couple weeks ago, I did the ash holes with that. That was last week. Last week, really? Yeah, they, they tapped me in, and they had a full thing. They said, we want you on the show, right. and, and it's because you're smoking Lancero.
4: I smoked a, a test blend Lancero from Rainier Lorenzo oh boy. this week. Yeah. That kind of had a hot cake feel to it, and wouldn't really allude to if I was right or wrong, but he was thinking wow. about doing a limited edition Lancero.
3: We were, we were up here. We had a cigar together this week,
7: but he did not- he probably knows. He yeah, can't he talk about, about it around you. Yeah, he
3: gave me a 6x60, six which is yeah. the other extreme. Which, have you had the 6x60? It, it's
4: good. It's very strong. Yeah. How is it so much stronger than a regular hot cake? I, I found it to be more rich and complex. Yeah, there was more strength, but I found it had more flavor than the other sizes. Yeah. It, so I got it
3: early, um, like at 10 a.m. I smoked it. It was. Noonish that he shows up. I just finish it and I'm like, holy god, that was freaking strong. And there he does walks in the office with an open box of <laughs> the same exact thing. Oh boy! And I'm like, no way. I, yeah. I just no. got through that. And you would think at that point hit me with the lancero, but he didn't. No, so he knows.
7: They know.
4: Yeah.
3: Yeah.
4: No band on it. Nothing. No band. No nothing. nothing. And it felt. It was definitely longer than seven and a half inches. <laughs> Oh, really? Yeah, I did a size comparison.
7: <laughs> oh,
3: all right. <laughs> Measured it with a $1 bill. Six inches, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah we'll Something go with. like that. We'll yeah. go with that. We'll go with that. <laughs> okay, so we got emails to get to, and uh, we'll answer some questions right here in the email.
4: Yep, so this week's email of the week is brought to you by Monte Cristo, and the prize pack is a pen, two rocks glasses, a uh, pocket square, pocket square, and a lapel pin. And the first email comes from Tom Criswall, who writes, The Carl Ripkin Jr. of Cigar Shop Employee Attendant Record Streak Ends. Wow. Dear Mr. Jonathan, or formerly AKA, this is Carl Ripken of Cigar Shop Employees, mm-hmm. Dave informed the growing Clubhouse Forum on Thursday night that you, for the first time in your career at Two Guys, took a sick day, and he was extremely concerned. We've never seen the softer side of Dave, so of course... Me and the rest of the crew were on edge. The call went on, and we had engaging discussion nonetheless, but needless to say, we're all pulling for you, and that you can lick this scorching case of herpes (laughs) that you must undoubtedly have. We hate to pry, but since Swisher Sweet Dave announced it to us, the cigar authorities in waiting, we got to know, what was it that finally broke this streak, and did you go with an ambulance option as quickly as some might guess? Then um, that, so we could
3: say it's probably w-
7: angelic, sweet Dave, right? Yeah.
3: Well, at that that was Thursday, yeah, and right. I had no idea at that point what ended up happening until Friday. So it, it's it's is herpes. it the herpes? It's not herpes. It's not herpes. It's not herpes. Mm-hmm. He has COVID nineteen. What Mr. a shock! Jonathan has COVID. He's the unvaccinated yeah. one that's here. Saturday he was on the show with us. We were with Rocky Patel sitting right next to Rocky Patel, which. Very uncomfortable uh, text I had to send there, <laughs> and I got a ha-ha back. It's, it's like announcing that you got an STD or something, uh, and I said, exactly, um, and as luck would have it, um, well, first off, Rocky went to, um, not Germany, where did he go? Um, I think he said Greece. Greece. <laughs> Greece. And so he had to get COVID tested the other day before he went, and he's... Doesn't have it, Mm -hmm. so he's all set. Um, And as the best way we can figure out is after the show, Jonathan left because he had to DJ a dance. Mm. So um, not only is does he DJ the dance, he dances at dances because With with men, with men, with men. And women and everybody just everybody. dances with everybody. Yeah. And it's the close dancing. It's not the, you know, dancing. A little bit of grinding? Yeah, who knows what goes on. I don't, yeah. want, I don't even want to know what happens. Is he
4: the grindy or the <laughs> yeah. grinder? Well,
3: who's to say? So he thinks that's where it ended up happening, which is uh, good if that's the case. Because uh, he had uh, the week off. Well. Um, you know, he had Monday and Tuesday off anyway. Got sick on Wednesday. <laughs> Thursday off. Tested Friday. And he's got it.
7: Well, so, Ted it, Hughes wonders if maybe Mr. J had some <laughs> tainted meat.
3: It's possible. <laughs> it, that's possible too. Yeah. You know? Uh can you get COVID like that? I don't you, know. Yeah. So Tainted uh,
4: Meat leads to tainted love.
7: Absolutely.
3: <laughs> so he, he paid the price of the the, the unvaccinated. And yeah. um he's living free. That's it. So now uh what happens after this i don't know but uh, he's off this weekend and uh maybe we'll see him I, th- I think he said five days uh
4: no he has to quarantine for 10 days huh. so i think he was telling ed our buyer the vp of operations that he would be back a week from sunday
3: okay so he won't
4: be here next saturday from what I understand, it's a week from Sunday. It's yeah, his we, first day he can come back. It's no. clear
3: we don't need him. We don't him. need him. No. We no. don't need him. And we're, sp- we're supposed to talk- be talking nice stuff. He's, he's sitting there listening right now. Like, They're going to say nice things. It's <laughs> clearly we don't need you. <laughs> <laughs> so we're all set anyway. But mm-hmm. uh, So there's another employee that said, oh, my God, I haven't been feeling good myself. Yeah. And uh, Trevor, and he goes into panic. And I would go, go get tested. Leave. Mm-hmm and uh he wasn't around but he's friendly with him on and off of work work. so he leaves and he calls back and says i don't have um uh covid COVID." he said i have strep throat (laughs) which is another contagious thing Yeah. so he says i'm going home he has Mm -hmm. to take his antibiotic and then after he does for 24 hours or so then he's non yeah who knows if he comes back either and
7: so you're uh, you're getting pretty short staff. Maybe I it, worked I worked the floor yesterday. Maybe the two the of them all day.
4: I'm thinking the two of them might have come to some kind of agreement and went on a romantic getaway. Ah, all right. We maybe. can't use the same sickness. So you're gonna have strep throat. I'll go with COVID. Huh? And we'll go away together. Could be. Huh? Who knows? Who knows? Whole different type of grinding going on right now. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Jessica was tapped in
3: and she yeah. jumped in today and. Uh, To be honest with you, I think the customers like it better. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
6: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
3: Well, she's nice. Yeah. Okay. So uh, that's email number one. Yeah. Ed coincidentally answers the question and takes care of that all at once. (laughs) So um, the after show, we are going to talk about what? The um, greatest comebacks. No. No, that's next week.
4: Oh, the after show is uh, this week. cigar brands that have made an impact. Yeah,
3: right. cigar brands that made an impact in the industry is what we're going to do. Uh, okay, so what do we got for email
4: number two? Email number two comes from a 27-year-old cigar smoker named Ross. And gentlemen, as a 27-year-old cigar smoker, last week's show really resonated with me. Hmm. I found the great welcoming lounge not far from where I live but I've been to numerous brick-and-water lounges where I am by far the youngest person there. On top of that, I have very few friends my age who also smoke cigars. It would be great if some of the younger generation, like you guys mentioned, Nicholas Pedroimo III, Alec, and Bradley, start putting out video content to start relating to the younger generation. Thanks, as always. Mm. And that's true. You know, not everybody knows who Nick Podomo III is. And nobody, you right. know, they know the brand Alec Bradley, but they don't. a lot of people don't know what's named for his sons, Alec and Bradley. And I think that younger generation should find a way to start connecting with cigar consumers. They should. You're, you're missing
3: uh, a good marketing thing. All those guys that aren't taking advantage mm-hmm. of you. You mm-hmm. got a younger person. And, you know, I, I remember me. I'm in the cigar business. Avo Yuvazian was probably mm-hmm. 70 years oh, old. Right. And he's a 70-year-old guy. It's like, okay, yeah. looking for the young guy. And, and there's Nick Perdomo and Mike Cusano and Rocky Patel. Yeah. And that's what got me really going on it is dealing with them. So yeah. the next generation who are all about social media and stuff, the question is, are they sociable enough? to?
4: That's the huge <laughs> question. Yes. A lot of times it takes a while to grow into that role. Yeah, yeah, it's not easy to
3: be out there and, and – uh, so we'll see what that goes. So that's number two, and that's Ross with the young videos. Uh, number one, Mr. Jonathan, what happened to him? Him,
4: and uh, the third email of the week comes from uh, Rob. Is this your choice or Jonathan's I'm choice? I'm going with this would be Jonathan's choice. You're going with this would be Jonathan's yeah. Yes, and I think once I read it, you guys will agree. And it comes from Rob, who says his grandmother would be disgusted with Dave. Oh, God. <laughs> Hearing Dave slurp and chew the barbecue sauce on the Camacho show made me think of my grandmother. She would have taken away the food from him and sent him to bed for eating in such a (laughs) slovenly manner.
3: I have the microphone right next to my mouth. That's why I'm not (laughs) slobbering. Would
4: Dave allow his children or grandchildren to eat like that? If you eat like that in your office, fine. But please, for all that is good, never on air again. I would like to ask him to listen to the show while driving his overpriced golf car <laughs> Or better yet, with a headset on so he can hear what the audience hears. He would only hear half of what you hear. Right, that's right. Uh, minus David's eating, the show is great. And that's from Rob. And I think we could all agree Jonathan would have voted for that he one. He would have. Yeah. Does he get a vote? No. No. Okay. So what do you vote for? Uh, I'm going to go with Rob. <laughs>
7: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Me too. All right. So that's the end of that. So Rob gets the prize.
7: Uh, good for you, Rob.
4: And Rob, I'll reach out to you when I go back to work on Monday and get all your particulars to send you out the prize back.
7: So we're taking that overpriced golf cart to <laughs> the uh, New York event, right? I'm okay with it. Yeah. If you guys are okay. Well, it's spacious. It's like a spacious spaceship. And plus, you get high. You can just how the let it yourself.
3: I don't know how the back seat is. Yeah, we'll find out. Chuck's, I guess. Chuck's got some size to him. We gonna yeah. want him in the front or the back. I don't know. We're gonna have to weight balance. <laughs> 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 all
4: well, right. all three of you could squeeze in the back and cuddle Just, up, and you know, put something <laughs> on the steering wheel and let the car take it. Let, let the car drive us there to begin <laughs> with.
3: So uh, we'll we'll meet here about 9:30, 9:00. 9, <laughs> I nine think o'clock. Nine o'clock. Yeah. All right, nine o'clock, and uh, go from there. Looking forward to it. Um, okay, it's time to
7: ask the dawn. By Don. Well, we're gonna play it because he's not here. Alright, right, let's do it. Oh, thank God. It's time to ask
9: the Don.
6: Why do you come to me? Why do I deserve this generosity? Brought to you by Don Raphael Cigars. When when did I ever refuse an accommodation? Don Raphael Cigars are premium cigars. Premium. premium. As a reasonable man, I'm willing to do what I was necessary to. Do. Find a peaceful solution to his problem. Mellow and smooth. You can act like a man. What's the matter with you? Built for every
9: man's everyday enjoyment. Don Raphael Cigars.
4: And this week we're going to go with uh, Should I be inhaling the cigar?
7: The answer is no. No, and I
4: I had a cigar shop in New York. We had a a buddy, Carlos. He used to come in every day. My uh, business associate was a Thai cop, and he would stare down my buddy and leave. Comes in in his hospital scrubs. He worked as an orderly. And finally, after the fifth or sixth time, my buddy would go, why do you keep staring at me? And he would go, were you a cop? And he goes, yeah, I'm a retired cop. He goes, you busted my ankle with a nightstick. Really? <laughs> yeah. And he became a best friend of the shop, but he would smoke five, six, seven cigars a day and inhale every single one of them. Whew. There's some people I see that do it. Yeah. Oh my God. The but answer those, is absolutely, absolutely not. not.
3: Not even one drag. I've accidentally done it, mm-hmm. of course, especially if I put the cigar in my mouth and I can't yeah. pick something no, up you or something. you can't
7: do that. Yeah, there's one Each
3: time is the same. Every time that that's happened, it, that's why it happened. Well, you
7: f- first, you stop breathing, then all the smoke goes in your eyes. And then I
3: have to take a breath, and the yeah. cigar's in my mouth, and that's what <laughs> I did. And I'm like, what the hell? You think I'd learn?
4: Yeah, there's one reason that one of the reasons that cigars, one to two cigars a day, have no negligible health effects, according to monograph number nine, is because we're not inhaling. Yes. Yeah. So the key is inhaling. You don't got to inhale to taste the flavor. Of the cigar or the perceived flavor.
3: And you're not going to get the nicotine delivery system you mm-hmm. think you're going to get like you did mm. with cigarettes that have a high nicotine amount where a cigar has 1% to 3%. You're not getting the nicotine mm-hmm. from it anyway. Just eat a tomato and you're going to get way more than that. So... Um, Absolutely not. Uh,
7: Mike DiPapino says that the Tesla theoretical range is about 300 miles, but the range loaded with cigar smokers is about 120 miles. Well, that's an issue, too, because if you, <laughs> we're going to start counting the weight on this thing. <laughs> right. Let's see. Yeah,
3: it'll be fun. we got to figure out uh, the... the Dashboard tells us, right? Yeah, it
7: tells us stuff. Yeah. I know how to use computers and stuff. All right, you'll be be with me. We'll be okay. It'll be a training session. I can take my wife's car, which is gas. No. no? We'll look at it on Tuesday, make sure we can hit a supercharger somewhere. We'll be good.
3: All right. Yeah, let's leave plenty early, nine o'clock or something, so we're way early. We can start for a snack. Oh, nice. Have a snack there, and then we can have a snack on the way home. All right. So we get our three snacks (laughs) (laughs) in. And we have a special place to go to,
7: right? I think they might be closed on Monday, so we're going to have to check. Kidding me? No. Oh no!
4: I have no idea what's going on right now. There's a special place we. What's going
7: on is you'll be working, and we'll be having fun. (laughs) But you wouldn't be able to eat there anyway. I'd find something.
4: Yeah. Where is it? What is it?
7: (sighs) It was a barbecue place.
3: Yeah. All right. It's going to be tough. Yeah. But it's closed on Mondays. Right, so, ha-ha. Yeah.
7: <laughs> <laughs>
3: well, aha, uh-huh. I got a little surprised because we had a classic three-way, and I would like to have your wife oh, join us, Heidi, to come on up. Come on up and join us and go against your husband because there is no Mr. Jonathan here, so I need somebody who uh, is divorced, willing to divorce her husband... Um, and maybe that's you. I don't know. We'll see what we get. Just grab that. Put your headset on. You have come on the show once before. I think it was the day of your wedding. My whole Ma- wedding was the around. whole wedding. Put the headset
4: on first. Okay. I, I think
3: my,
11: my whole wedding was surrounded around.
3: Yes, and the show five minutes before you actually got married, we yes. interviewed you yes. five <laughs>
6: minutes before. Yeah.
4: So uh, that
7: was did they try to talk you out of it at that time? No. No,
11: not at all, I'm not at
4: all. Somebody, should have, somebody should have talked me out of it <laughs> oh boy so how many years has it been <laughs> don't hit me
11: <laughs> it will be five on september
3: 17th <laughs> september 17th is five years yes. and chuck morrison was there there was no ed sullivan at all. No. chuck
11: morrison was there Wouldn't longer leave. than any he was else. he was <laughs> the last person to leave <laughs> my brother was in total awe <laughs> He was. He has a Chuck crush, I think.
3: Yeah, yeah. we all do. Does, we yeah. all do. And we'll have Chuck on the, in the cookbook coming up. Too. Yeah. So we got Chuck yeah. Marsden on the cookbook. So right now it's time for the Classic Three-Way, and it's brought to you by Classic Cigars.
6: It's time for this day in classic history, brought to you by Classic Cigars. Classic Cigars are now the most affordable cigar brand in America. With prices as low as $1.50, this cigar has something for everyone. The Classic Connecticut is light and smooth, The Classic Maduro is bold, but never overpowering. The Classic Cameroon sits somewhere in between with hints of sweetness. And the Classic Cuban is a real knockoff of the taste and flavors from old-time Havana's. Classic cigars are sold in cost-saving bundles of 20 and sold in five great sizes, ranging from $1.50 to $2.25 per cigar, which makes Classic the most affordable premium handmade cigar in America. Classic cigars.
3: All right, Heidi, you know how to play this? You've heard enough, Closest Without Going Over. Yeah. I think our champion is Ed Sullivan. I am. You are. So it's going to start with him, and it works its way. Closest Without Going Over. We have three questions, one tiebreaker if we need it. Ed Sullivan, to you first. Write write the number down as uh, we do this. Born today, Kenny Rogers, American singer-songwriter, the gambler through the years, entrepreneur, Kenny Rogers Roasters. You saw it on Seinfeld, right? Born in Houston, Texas. He died in 2020, but he was born today. What year? Write it down. Write it down. 1937. 37. Ed Sullivan says 37. So what do you say?
11: 1935.
3: 35. I had 47. 47. Ed Sullivan says 37. It was 38. You get the point. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody, uh, oh, no, 35 wasn't over, too. Barry was over, but 37. So Ed Sullivan will get a point, and it's over to Heidi. Born today, Kim Cattrall. Oh. British-Canadian actress, Sex in the City. Yep. She was born in Liverpool, England today. Do me a favor, please look this up on Google, because I have it without having the year. I don't know how I did that.
11: (laughs) So (laughs) what year? I'm going to say... Kim Cattrall. 1952.
4: 52. 1967. Did you look it up? No, I'm going to look it up now that my answer is locked there.
7: 1965, I have. 65.
3: 56. 1956. So Heidi gets the point, and you guys are all over. She's (laughs) really old. My (laughs) wife? (laughs) No. Hey. (laughs) Is Kim Cattrall the girl that was on... Um, what was that kids' movie?
11: Mannequin. Um, what is it? Mannequin. Not mannequin.
3: Um, where she was moaning and groaning. She was a school teacher. Um, oh, no. Yes, she was. What is it? Cameron Diaz. Which movie am I talking about? Bad Teacher. Not Bad Teacher. Yeah. Come on. Um,
11: Matilda. No. That
3: Porkies. Was- Pork- Porkies. Oh. Oh. I think she was the Porky's. Oh. I think she was the girl screaming in the back room. They're looking that up to see. But then, whatever. We got we one-to-one one right now. Barry, you got no points at all. There should have been something here where you guys have, you know, something yeah. happens with you two. I don't know what.
11: Listen, he beats me at every game we play. He so doesn't this, beat you, though. Well. He doesn't beat me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make he that does, yet. He does not beat me. Yeah.
4: <laughs> He just wins a game. Yes. Okay. Um, Harry, over to you. There was a quick one. was high. she broke her arm, and we were at the doctor's. And he goes, how did it happen? And I said to the doctor, we were all joking around laughing. Yeah, she wouldn't make me a sandwich. Next thing you know, she's ushered out of the room. Do you feel safe at home? <laughs> oh, <laughs>
3: God. No joking around on that. <laughs> no. Will Chamberlain was an American professional basketball player who played the center. Widely regarded as one of the greatest players in sports history. He was born today. Will Chamberlain. Wilt Chamber, Wilt the Stilt, right? Yep. Born today, what year, Barry Stein? 1948. 48. Oh, I had 49. 49.
11: 1945.
3: 45. Everybody's over, much over. 36. 36. So that... we got a tie, right? we yeah. got a tie between Ed and Heidi. We've got one question left. Oh, boy.
4: I'm going to come in with two points. Two points
3: this. could win it. Because Exact gets two points, and it's over to Ed Sullivan. This is the last tie-breaking question. Oh, boy. Walt Disney's animated movie, Bambi, based on a books by Felix Salton, was released today. That was in 1932. 1932,
11: he says. I say 1961.
3: 61. 37. Thirty-seven for the point. We have ah, a three-way tie. I win again. Ed Sullivan is still <laughs> on. Ooh, what was the answer? Oh, you want the you want the answer? Forty-two. Forty-two. 42. Bambi. Another three-way fighty. <laughs> Another. She was a teacher, and she was the one. Ed teacher. Yeah, she was the oh, phys ed teacher, oh, yeah. and she was the one in that. That was a funny scene right there. Um, Okay, so Heidi, what's going on? Is he, is he being nice
4: to you five years?
11: Actually, yes. Yes. Yes, surprisingly. No. <laughs> <laughs> I could be
4: a nice guy at times.
11: Yeah. I've, I've had a little couple of stressful things going on lately, and he has stepped up and really helping out. Well, he says
3: he steps up. We yep. talk about that during the, uh, yep. the pillars. The pillars His of drink. success, and he's there <laughs> when you need him, right?
11: Yep, he sure is. How about when you don't need him? <laughs> he's right there. He's there. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> he's right there, no matter what.
11: Can you make me a sandwich?
3: <laughs> <laughs> not anymore. How <laughs> much the
11: last no, sandwich you made? No, him. it's can you fry me some? fish not fry, but in oil. Maybe what? it's frying. Yeah. <laughs> what, do you,
3: what do you think of his hundred and thirty pound drop? It's very good. Unbelievable.
11: It's really unbelievable. unbelievable. And he's he's really dedicated. He doesn't. This like, is going to stick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He doesn't ever waver. I mean, that was a big waiver. And look, yeah, it's, it's, it's a
4: here. huge win. She doesn't feel as suffocated, literally.
7: Right, right, <laughs> right. Yes.
11: All right, yeah. that's all the time we have.
7: Um, <laughs> Get me out of here.
3: <laughs> um, thanks, Heidi, for coming on. I know Thank you were a little nervous it. to do it, but. Uh, People like it. People All like right. it. Next week, get your Modi running, your motorcycle, especially if you're a Indian motorcycle guy, because Phil Zangy joins us from Indian Motorcycle Cigars. And uh, we're going to bring back a firecracker, an old firecracker making a return will tell you, Uh, about it and how you can get it next week. Until then, you've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And
4: you may have learned something today which makes you The Cigar Authority. Get well, Mr. Jonathan.
0: The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its
10: partners or affiliates.